You're listening to a message from Gateway Church Geelong. We hope it blesses you. For more information about Gateway, visit gc.org.au. Because they've chosen to not listen to God's instructions for their lives. You know, 
who can who can relate to that that moment there? You know, where it's like God's maybe suggesting you do something, but you know, maybe I'm going to go over over here for a bit. I'm sure we can all relate to that in some way. And the Israelite people they find themselves living in ruin. You know, there's a there's a general feeling of hopelessness. You know, God had great promises for the Israelite people, but they chose to turn their backs on Him and they find themselves in a place of great disappointment. They're concerned about the future, about what's to come up ahead, feeling helpless. But the good news this morning is that God didn't give up on the Israelites. You know, all through the prophetic books in the Old Testament, He, he sent people, He sent prophets to speak messages of hope, of His plans and promises for their future. So even when they couldn't see what it would look like, that He was revealing it to them. No, God never gave up on the Israelite people, and He'll never give up, up on us either. No, one of God's promises to the Israelite people is that He'll bring dead things back to life. That there will be beauty for ashes. In Isaiah chapter 61 from verse 2, it says, He sent me to tell those who mourn that the time of the Lord's favor has come. And with it, the day of God's anger against their enemies. To all who mourn in Israel, He will give a crown of beauty for ashes, a joyous blessing instead of mourning, festive praise instead of despair. In their righteousness, they will be like great oaks that the Lord has planted for His own glory. Now, what an amazing promise this morning that where the Israelite people find themselves in ruins, they find themselves in concern, in mourning, that God promises that He can make something beautiful out of it. And that same promise is one that we can continue to walk in this morning. You know, that God can take what seems lost and bring it back to life. And not just take something that was lost and bring it back to life, but make it something beautiful. You know, as a, a testimony of His goodness, His faithfulness, and his glory. You know, despite where the Israelites found themselves, God continued to encourage them. He continued to send hope. He continued to send encouragement that he had great plans for those people. You know, for, for myself, an example of this is that, you know, I've been doing youth ministry for a long time. You know, in fact, I'm, I'm, I think I've always been doing youth ministry. You know, I'd be lying if I said there wasn't moments where I was starting to feel a little bit lost. You know, it's like another Friday rolls around and, you know, we go again. But uh, there's such a desire in my heart to see young people revive and set on fire for Jesus that God continues to reveal hope and He encourages me to stay the course. Because my time's not done yet. Hopefully one day, but my time's not done yet. So this morning, for each of us, where do you find yourself today? Now, can I encourage you that wherever it is that you find yourself, you know, if you're in a place of, of reading God's plans for your future, trying to do things your own way, or maybe you feel like you're on track, can I encourage you that God has a message of hope for you today? You know, and it may just be a small seed of hope today, but that small seed can grow and it can multiply. 
again. Now here is it that we, we find ourselves in this account. You know, it states that God led Ezekiel over there. You know, God was wanting to reveal something to him. You know, what's the, what's the dry bones mean to me this morning? Now let's continue to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal this to us. And you know that, that verse that says that the bones were scattered everywhere. You know, they were completely dried out. You know, it seems like a completely hopeless situation. But God asked, Ezekiel, can these bones become living people again? And can these bones live? You know, if that was you, how would you respond in that situation? And how would you expect Ezekiel to respond? Now, perhaps you would expect Ezekiel to respond negatively. You know, these bones are completely dried out. You know, there's absolutely no way that they could live again. And you know, this, this question that God asks Ezekiel, it's not one to bring shame if there was any unbelief. Because God already knew Ezekiel's heart. Can I encourage you this morning that God knows your heart? God knows exactly where you're at. He knows what you're feeling. He knows what you're thinking. And His heart this morning is to bring understanding. His heart this morning is to bring peace. That is His beauty. You know, in our own lives, what what is our response when we when we see the dry bones of our own life? How do we how do we respond to the question, can these bones live? And Ezekiel's response is, O sovereign Lord, I reply, you alone know the answer to that. Because we may respond with, well, of course not. They're completely dried out. And you know what might cause this response from us? It could be our past experiences. It could just be that we're feeling worn down from the journey of life. But God wants to cause faith to rise in us. You know that even if we can't see that it might be possible, we can say, you alone, God, you know the answer. God, I'm asking you to rise faith within me to believe for what you have in store for me. You know, when we see the bones, but they aren't alive, do we respond in the natural with what we see, or do we allow God speak to us and build faith inside of us. Trusting that God is all-knowing, that He's all-powerful. You know, this morning, maybe your first step in building faith is just to ask God, simply, God, teach me to trust you. You know, the Bible talks about faith as a gift. It's a gift that's given to us by God. Something that can be strengthened and grown. Let's ask God, God, teach me to trust you more and more instead. You know, Ezekiel says, you alone, God, God, you you alone know the answer to that question. You know, the Israelite people are completely, they're, they've been ruined. You know, the dry bones don't look like they can live. You know, maybe Ezekiel's thinking, I've, I've reached the end of myself, I don't understand what's happening, God. 
I don't understand why you're asking me this question. God, I don't understand why these dreams that I've forgotten about are being brought back to my attention. But God, I don't comprehend what is happening. But God, I choose to believe that you have it all under control. God, I'm choosing to trust you in this moment. I'm choosing to trust your plan for my life. Now, my journey for the last 18 months hasn't been an easy one. You know, it's been a difficult season. And, and amongst the confusion and not understanding what is happening, I've had to choose to trust God and lean into Him. You know, I don't have all the answers, but I do know that my God is faithful to me. That my God is trustworthy. And that as I continue to lean into Him, that He has amazing things in store for my life. And I want to believe that for you this morning as well, church. You know, to ask the question, can these bones live? When we don't know the answer, we can trust God. And we can wait for God to answer. We can choose to rest in God when we don't know. You know, Romans chapter 12, verse 2 says, Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world. But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Now this verse says that we can allow God to transform the way we think. You know that in a moment when we're feeling hopeless, that we can turn to God for hope. That when we don't understand that we can turn to Him for understanding, that when our world feels upside down, that we can turn to God for peace. The question for us today is, how am I positioning myself for God to transform the way I think? You know, am I leaning on my, my old learned behaviors? You know, the, the patterns that I've learned through life, the, the habits that have formed, or am I allowing God to lead me? Am I allowing God to guide me you know, in this, in this season that I'm in, that we're in as a church, and I'm having to learn to just go with the flow. You know, I've always been a person that has been very opposed to spontaneity. I like things to be planned out, I don't like having things sprung on me, but, but God's teaching me to learn to trust Him, to go with the flow. That when you know, when, when plans change, do I, do I respond out of what I know or do I allow God to transform my mind? To teach me to be okay with it and to trust Him. And continuing in verse 4, it says, Then He said to me, Speak a prophetic message to these bones and say, Dry bones, listen to the word of the Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. Look, I'm going to put breath into you and make you live again. I will put flesh and muscles on you and cover you with skin. I will put breath into you and you will come into life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Now God instructed Ezekiel to speak a prophetic message over the dry bones. Now Ezekiel, he spoke God's words over the dry bones. Now the word, the word prophecy is speaking of a supernatural encouragement and one that results in restoration. You know, the purpose of prophesying to the dry bones is always restoration. You know, although 
the dry bones that are looking up. Maybe it's painful. Yeah, maybe, maybe it hurts. But know that God always has restoration in mind. And He wants to restore our minds. He wants to restore our hearts. He wants to restore the hurt and make something beautiful out of it. You know, the words that Ezekiel is speaking, they're God's words. He's God's authority, not his own authority. You know, sometimes the, the thing that they're declaring God's word over is ourselves. Now our own mind. Choosing to listen to the word of God. You know, God promises that it's true for us. And when we speak to the dry bones, it encourages and it brings about and God brings about restoration. Now verse 7 says, So I spoke this message just as he told me. And suddenly, as I spoke, there was a rattling noise all across the valley. The bones of each body came together and attached themselves with complete stability. Then as I watched, muscles and flesh formed over the bones, the skin formed to cover their bodies, but they still had no breath in them. You know, it says that Ezekiel spoke the message just as God told him to. And it's important that we align our words and our hearts with God's word. When we align our heart with God's heart for us and for our future and for our family. So you may ask, how do we how do I learn God's will? How do I learn God's heart for me? You know, it's as simple as opening up your heart and allowing God to speak to you, allowing God to transform your heart, to know Him, you know, by, by getting into the Word and, and learning God's promises for us because they reveal His heart for us. You know, how do I know that it's God that is speaking to me? And how do I know that it's not just an idea that I've come up with? Well, when God's speaking to you, it takes a hold of you. It takes a hold of your heart. And it doesn't go away. It won't let you go. You know, God's word, it, it takes a hold of you until you believe it. So what happens next in Ezekiel 37? Well, there's two things. The first thing is that as Ezekiel spoke to the bones, they began to form. Now our God, He's a God of structure and He's a God of order. Now He created each of us intricately, specifically for the purposes that He has in store for us. Now think about creation for a moment and how every element of creation plays an important role in the greater ecosystem. You know, school was a long time ago, maybe longer for some than others, but I remember something along those lines in science at school that now every part of creation works together to sustain the world that we, we live in. Now God is a God of water. He's a God of structure. And as Ezekiel spoke, the, the bones began to reform, bringing structure and order to what was his soil. You know, God desires to lead us to a place where structure and order begins to reform for our dry bones. Now take heart this morning that the bones in this vision that they were scattered all throughout the valley spread far and wide. 
maybe at the moment you feel like in your dry bones that you're way off course at the moment, that it just looks so before us. But I believe that it's intentional that it's positioned this way in this season. That God can take what, what seems lost, that seems utterly ruined and make it something beautiful. That He can bring order where there seems to be so much disorder. You know, when God reveals dry bones to us, how do we respond in action? You know, if God is revealing something that He wants to revive in me, are there, are there practical steps that I need to put into place in order to begin stepping into it? You know, one for me in the, in the past month, it seems pretty simple, but let's look at it. It's definitely. You know how important it is to get enough sleep. God challenged me that, you know, it's time to get more sleep. And I'm thankful for it. But that's just a simple example of God bringing order into an area in that way. You know, it can be that simple. It doesn't have to be something extravagant, but, you know, when God speaks to us and where we listen to His instructions, it brings life. You know, so the first thing is that we see the, ball, the bones form. We see structure and order. But it says that they had no breath in them. You know, because structure and power, they go hand in hand. You know, throughout this entire passage, the word for breath is ruach in the original language. And, you know, that same word breath is the same word used for spirit. Because there's one thing that brings dry bones back to life. And that is the power of God. Now, that is the Holy Spirit working in us to revive us. It is the Spirit of God that brings dead things back to life, that makes something beautiful out of ashes. It's the Spirit of God that restores what has been lost. You know, we can do everything in our own power to try to put things back in order, to try to work it out, to put all the right steps and the right processes in place. But it's the power of God at work in us and through us that brings the dry bones back to life. You know, you think, think about this, this vision for Ezekiel and how structure is important because the bones had to be positioned to receive life. You now you think about some bones without lungs, how are they going to hold breath? Now, structure is important to be able to contain life. This morning, how are you positioning yourself for the Holy Spirit to breathe life into you? You know, is it taking time to, to rest in Him? To switch off from the busyness of life and allow the Holy Spirit to revive your heart and speak to your spirit? You know, maybe today can be your first step of that. To just take a moment to rest in Him and allow the Holy Spirit to revive you, to breathe life into you. Like in verse 7 it says, Then he said to me, Speak a prophetic message to the wind, son of man. Speak a prophetic message and say, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. Come, O breath from the four winds, breathe into these dead bodies so they may live again. So I spoke the message that he commanded me, and breath came into their bodies, they all came to life and stood up on their feet as great men. 
incredible that at the end of this vision and see that what was once dead is now alive. And I believe that this is a promise for each of us today. That God wants to take what was once dead and breathe life into it. God desires to reveal things to us today that He wants to revive in us. There could be dreams that have laid dormant. May Holy Spirit breathe life and may they live again. There are ambitions that take to the back seat due to challenge. Dry bones come alive. There could be relationships and moving life into conversations that need to happen. Could be your job situation or your workplace. Dry bones come away. Because God desires to move powerfully upon us this morning. You know, in a moment, we're going to have a chance to respond to Him. We're going to have a chance to speak prophetically over the dry bones that God is revealing to us. But I felt for a specific group of people this morning that. You know, you feel like that through life, that through the dreams and, and the disappointments that have happened that you've lost time, that you've lost opportunity, that maybe, maybe you feel like it could be too late, too late to step into all that God has for you. And God gave me this verse, uh, Joel 2, verse 25, it says, The Lord says, I will give back what you lost. To the swarming locusts, the hopping locusts, the skipping locusts, and the cutting locusts. And God promises that He will give back what was lost. And if you feel like your your dreams and the desires that God's given to you are lost, allow the Holy Spirit to revive in this morning. Because God desires to work in you. And a promise for each of us today. In verse 28, it says, then after doing all these things, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams, and your young men will see visions. In those days, I will pour out my spirit, even on servants, men and women alike. Now, God promises to pour out His spirit upon us, to breathe into us, to breathe life into dry bones. For dreams and visions. You know, we're living in this now. We're a Wednesday night worship encounter and impacting. You know, we've heard testimonies of people prophesying into their own life, into their situation. The Holy Spirit is breathing life into people. You know, this verse where it says dreams and visions, you know, it means something more than just what we can see. It's not just about a dream when we're sleeping, but it's receiving a supernatural revelation from God. The Holy Spirit revealing something to us that brings about restoration. That brings hope, that brings joy, that brings excitement, that brings peace, and that brings understanding. And I believe there's things that God is speaking to that we desire to take a hold of. You know, in this moment, we can choose to speak life 
I burn this on a wall. Maybe you can ask God to revive our heart this morning. Now we're going to have a response to this prayer. I just encourage you to just sit in this place and have a word. We pray that that message was a blessing to you. If you made a decision to follow Jesus, first of all, congratulations. We think that that is incredible. And secondly, if you go to gc.org.au forward slash first steps, our team has put together some resources as well as there's some information there for how you can get in contact with one of our pastors because we'd love to encourage you and connect you into the life of the church.